Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 13, Episode 3, The Alien Protocols. Ooh, prolapsed protocols. That's what I was thinking, too. We all technically have a proto-prolapse, assuming <laughs> we don't have a full prolapse. Well, I have going. a proto-knot. <laughs> <laughs> like a dog penis? Like, oh, yeah. Welcome to show. Shirty fruity. I am Yoya. He's Yeevee. See, see. Whore. See. See, see. Whore. See, see. Home, I see. See my hole. Oh. Oh, the prolapse. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll cut that uh, yeah. uh, In post. Yeah. Um, well, I'm pro-lapse. I'm very into lapse. Right, I'm not right. anti-lapse. Right. Um, yeah, you're very big into uh, repeated repeated actions across a field or container or track of some kind. Oh, yes. Lapse. Yes. Yeah. Or you're pro-people forgetting things, having a lapse in judgment. Right. Stuff like that. Especially children, you're pro-lapse yes. in judgment. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'm just not good at it. Right. <laughs> Bad judgment with them kids in age. Them bitch kids. Well, and if they have the lapse in judgment, it's on them. Well, That's the know. way the law works. Well, I wish. <laughs> they just say they are ignorant and don't know better, and I should right. as an a- Adult. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> yeah, not a child of a mind. Right. <laughs> or mind of a child. Oh, he is the child of a mind. <laughs> uh, he'll be the child in your mind. Yes. Forevermore. Exactly. We got um, a couple uh, oh. Twitcherinos here. Thank you. Qu- I can't. You're better at reading those than I am. Quellite. Quelzar. Quelzar 6 and the cause. Yeah. Quelzer's stoked to finally catch us alive, nice. and Qua- the, cause the cause is yep. here for the prolapse, stays not, for the aliens. Not the Kais. Yes, Kais. <laughs> and then uh, we have a Korok 75 of Legend of Zelda fame. The Koroks <laughs> are the octopi that uh, jump up out of the water. Or, well, the Koroks, that's the Octoroks. The Koroks are the rock people oh, yes. that roll up into rocks, and they live in Death Mountain. Oh, yes. And they and forge then... your sword in... Um, the bigger on sword in uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time on oh. 64. There you go. That's yes. how you do it. Yes. Uh, in Master of the Universe, it is Stonedar and Rockon who mm. are the. I can't remember. I don't know if they have a race, but yeah, they like come from some sort of Earth. But then they have right. meteors, <laughs> which are like actual Transformers. Because I was going to say meteors, but those are something different. Meteorbs? Yeah. So they're little like animals that mm. look like eggs, and those in response to Transformers. Uh, <laughs> they made meteorbs. <laughs> <laughs> well, like instead of meteors, yeah, he made not meteors. like a big set of tits or balls, right? Meteorbs, <laughs> yeah. Uh, their dorbs are eight. Yeah. Uh, wait, they said those are Gorons. Is that the? Zelda? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. What the hell? Are I'm not right. Quelzar's right. No, it was yeah. Uh, what the hell are Koroks then? Uh, the Octoroks Kor- and Koroks. Well, Torok is the dinosaur hunter. <laughs> there it is. Right. That, that's Turok. <laughs> Turok. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, when you when you get that beautiful toe engagement ring, that's a toe rock too. Oh yes. When your hubby, well, your future hubby, yeah. To, uh, <laughs> Waiting wiki, for that via, black ring via wiki feet. Oh yes. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And oh yeah, core rock. Yeah, that's what we're talking. There what we the go. Fuck is a core rock? Why am I? I, I don't know. Can't remember. Well, they were stuck um, in a YouTube rabbit hole, and we've uh, saved their lives. Quelty R six. What the hell is a core rock? What am I thinking of? No, not uh, core rock. Is a name of a person. 
Oh, but Kaltier might know, too. The but. tree spirits. There we go. I oh, knew it was still okay. Zelda. Okay, there we go. Grove Snake, uh, yeah. Welcome. Oh, Grove Snake, uh, I assume, because you're on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens, that your house is still standing from the horrible hurricanes. Hurricane Lucy, so. I think it's called. Oh, yes. Um, Some weird monster and John dies at the end. Mm, that's not what I was thinking of, but... Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, speaking of Twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens, where you can uh, chat with us and watch the show Ooh, on video here. on video live every Monday night ish mm-hmm. uh, when we record the show before it goes on our free podcast feeds. Uh, you can also support us at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, where for five bucks a month or more, you can get two exclusive podcasts every single month. There's over fifty podcasts as of today on there. Uh, full episodes of podcasts, full oh, yeah. time, full release. spread. Um, We're gonna do some photo sets coming up. Yes, you know, yeah, we've yeah. teased it out long the enough. Sandal flaps <laughs> are coming. Okay, we probably but should. Now that the that. Su- now that the su- <laughs> the summer's over, baby, we've got all our dirty feet ready for you <laughs> See, in our start lovely a, sandals. Start a trend on Giphy or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, now I'll wear my tech sandals, right. so they like flop a little. They slap right. a little different. Exactly. You know, yeah. Than uh, just uh, the normal. We'll end up in all the the, bear, the bear blogs. Oh yeah. Sand because because there are, yeah we've got slides. Right. We've got thong sandals. Uh-huh. We've got us in thongs and sandals mm-hmm. we've got tech sandals right. we've got sock sandals right. whatever you want daddy's right. got it and then thongs and thongs we can wear that bikini brief like my stepdad does while wearing his sandals too as you learned this weekend oh, at yes. my parents house um <laughs> oh good doing well but they lost their snake. building oh shit or lost my, my shop. shop no big deal it was a vinyl building all my quads and tools oh, oh, that's tool good shop. oh if it's a vinyl yeah those well hopefully the inside were Still safe, right? He actually yeah. manufactures the um, Funko Pops out of there. All those vinyl, oh, yeah. vinyl the toys, little, yeah, and yeah. the designer vinyls, all the street urban right. and Japanese based toys exactly. that are out there. Yes. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of work with Super Seven, and yeah. uh, you know, God, I just blanked out Secret Base. Yes. Yeah, Japanese uh, Bezos is what I thought you said. Oh yes, and he, <laughs> uh, he, he owns and operates Amosan. <laughs> dot com dot co jp yeah exactly uh, <laughs> next to amo moon yes uh yeah we uh we, we just got night beacon um, lights here title oh, sponsor oh. he's in the house night beacon son uh i just lost my oh, i have condom. some for you night beacon uh joey sent me oh yeah and i need to send it to you yes um yeah we uh we just posted a live um kind of a live commentary uh, mystery, mystery science, science theater action on David Wilcox's latest live stream, it wasn't live when we watched it, it was a couple of days old, but he live streamed a four hour and 22 minute video on the 18th mm-hmm. of September. And uh, it was entitled Time Travel Secrets Revealed, ellipses, dot, so dot, 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 and why it matters today, exclamation point. Uh, we watched almost two hours of it, and again, live watched uh, along with it. You can listen to. Um, David talk and us talk about David uh, and and break him down, tear things apart. We talk if, about his... If you like Tim and Eric, like, literally, this production yes. is so fucked up. Yes. Like, he yeah. is by himself, yeah. working multiple cameras, right. some audio, taking phone calls during right. it, like, but not, like, as part of the show, like, someone right. telling him, hey, this is fucked up, right. and, like, he's actively... <laughs> right, but the phone calls do seem like yeah. they're almost fake. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> like they're planned, you know? Yeah, if this was a comedy bit, it would be like, yeah. oh, that's pretty funny, but the fact yeah. that this is straight up real... And he's mm. constantly humble bragging about how he's so popular that if he says things like QAnon or Trump or all these trigger words... 
YouTube will automatically deplatform him. Right. Meanwhile, he has, I think as of today, almost 350,000 views. On that video. On that video alone. So it's like he's doing fine. But yeah, uh, but yeah uh, check that out. The other uh, Patreon-exclusive podcast is Adventurous Ghosts, where oh, yes. we uh, do basically this format of the show, but about Travel Channel's ghost adventures. So we go in order, uh, watch every episode of that show. We're on season three now of that show. And, um, yeah, we break down each piece of evidence. We, of course, do imitations of the Ghost Adventures crew, yes. things like that. But that's all at patreon.com slash probingancientaliens. So yeah. uh, join us over there. We're, we're going to be using that money hopefully next year to go to all the events we couldn't go to this year. At the <laughs> so, very least, contact right. in the desert. Even if we wanted to pay, all the events became free. Right. So, all um, stream. Yeah. So we're just pocketing that yeah. cash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Steve bought his UTV and yeah. his own vinyl building exactly. for that UTV as yeah, well. Yeah, it's nice. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I wish it was down. a vinyl video. Yeah, it was Funko a vinyl Pops. building I I uh, <laughs> made out of tents. Right. <laughs> um, and then else? reaching around for the stars. <laughs> uh, also, we want to welcome our newest patron. Oh, too, Speaking yes. of Patreon, uh, a Mr. Malcolm Williams is our newest $10 a month patron. So we appreciate you, Malcolm, for your support. He's He's got... Probably 125, 130 hours of content to listen to. There you go. One lucky you got, duck. You got like two days, my friend. We want to hear a so full report. I'm so envious of you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thanks for your support there, Malcolm. And uh, this is going to be the Malcolm Williams sponsored segment on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, our newest patrons always get the, the sponsor. Otherwise, it's usually Bo Bandy because he's at a $35 yeah. a month tier <laughs> on Patreon. Super daddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Malcolm Williams asks you, Steve, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. We've got. I'll read a couple questions here in the the, the chat. Okay. First, Korok says, "If time travel existed, wouldn't it matter all the time?" Exactly. <laughs> that is a great point. And Quiltsar says, "If I could uh, time travel, I'd go back in time and not disappoint my family." So, <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. Uh, I think that's just your fate. Uh, just as in all the time travel movies, it, uh, it's predestined. So it will always work out where you've disappointed your family. Right. You've either changed your, you know, outlook on life. Right. You've uh, Updated gone your into outlook. different types, yeah, of classes. <laughs> uh, you know, went with Verizon instead of AT and T. There's right. all sorts right, of right. dumb little things. Well, I mean, my my family has made fun of me for years because I refuse to update past Outlook ninety seven. Exactly. It's There's the, no it need. Is, it is the most secure version of Outlook. Fake I will up- not change. Fake updates, my friend. Right. It doesn't really accept. <laughs> high-res pictures it doesn't really accept video but you do that for you so you don't go down that path of porn exactly. and just exactly. <laughs> obsessively yes. watch you need that low-res yeah. grainy quality uh, everyone again patrons get exclusive uh pre-order access to my new uh memoir called the path of porn yes um, <laughs> about my uh destruction and rebirth in a post-porn uh world yeah and only the penitent man will path right <laughs> You have a lisp there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the path. Um, but the Pointing uh, Man. Uh, I'm okay. Yeah. This weekend, like we were just saying, <laughs> went by very quickly. Yeah. We saw uh, each other Saturday. Yeah. Did we see each other Friday? Yeah, we recorded Friday. We for recorded the yeah. Friday. Yeah. We. Pl- oh no! It was your mommy's birthday Saturday. Yes. Yes. And then Sunday was. I went up to Hermosa Beach and hung out with my aunt and uncle. Mm. But I also went to the swap meet in Long Beach. That oh, that's morning. right. Didn't find anything. Now, did did you find uh, our buddy Nick's papa, George? I was looking for him mm-hmm. actively. Yeah, him and but Todd. Not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I knew what Todd looked. It was Chef Todd. I think he was rolling <laughs> around. <what> I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, veterans open. I'm going, yeah. man. 
He was very into my... Oh, my God. Because when he asked, oh what did I look God. for? I said, stuff I can flip. <sighs> yeah. And I was like, and eh, any weirdo stuff. And he Go got, ahead, like, get a flip. the big, oh, the yeah. bigger head knock. Because then later I found out that he collects garbage <laughs> <laughs> for their recreational garage. <laughs> and you're most not of wrong. Most, yeah. I was told most of it's dumb, but there's some pieces you look at, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so... Hence the, yeah, I flip, ran, get yeah. random shit. I just collect garbage yeah. from my rec- <laughs> recreational garage, you know. <laughs> the classic recreational mm-hmm. garage, part of the American dream, you know. I mean, is it a rec garage? <laughs> right. It is. <laughs> okay. Because he does not put cars in it. it right. Is, it is only for bar, recreation. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I, the, I've been in a few of those. Yeah. It's the vinyl soundscape um, and a lot of vinyl on today's yeah. show. <laughs> Sound like a couple of hipsters, huh? What is this? <laughs> very hard vinyl? Right. <laughs> They'll talk about the vi- the 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 gold vinyl record mm, in this yes, episode. Yes, yes. For I think each episode of of the se- of season thirteen, they've mentioned that gold record. I was gonna say, I feel it's like it's weird. come up a <laughs> <Yeah>. lot. <laughs> it's like the theme of this whole season is communicating with aliens. Mm-hmm. You know, so but we don't want to get too into the show too no, early. Okay, we got about We've got thirty eight minutes exactly. left to film. <laughs> That'll take our, us to the fifty three for minutes. our for our quota. <laughs> Uh, um, of content. So, and you found literally nothing there? Uh, a couple random things. Some guy had some He-Man stuff, but it was a little okay. overpriced, so I only grabbed a few bits and okay. pieces. Okay. I went with our good old buddy Rob. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. nice man. Uh, yeah, and then slept where I could this weekend, because I did get up at like 6 on Saturday to yeah. go disc golf, mm-hmm. and then swap meet was another wake up early. All I right. woke up, though, at 3.30 because... We made our classic bonehead maneuver, <laughs> which a couple seasoned beer there drunkers uh, should not be doing that, okay. which I did have another. I'll get back to that. But I was going to say for Halloween. We'll do another beer podcast. <laughs> well, for ho- well, one, we should do another beer there drunk that. But yeah. for Halloween, we should do a spooky one, and it's fear there drunk that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that like in costume? Is it spooky beers? It, it could Is be it, what I, it could yeah. just be like rape stories right, or something. Right. Yeah. Or we don't tell each other what each beer is, and exactly. so we're scared, scared of to drink yeah. it. Yeah, that's the mystery. Right. And it could be suspense. It could be gory. Right. Um, or it's all just going to become. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could butt chug it and see what happens. That's, yeah, that's true. scary. Yeah. Yeah. The fear of uh, know, how a, I'll feel. As a quick beer side note, uh, my sister, uh, Smaitlin, she shared a story to our family Facebook thread just about tonight. About butt chugging? Yes. Uh, no, about... Um, Shores, Shores Girl, uh, or whatever, this German brewery, and okay. Brewdog making the new strongest beer ever at 57 point something percent alcohol. It's not the Dead Squirrel one, right? No, this is the new world record Another, as, as yeah. of 2020. So they collab to brew it together. Juice it up. Um, yeah, which is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, we made the bonehead maneuver yeah. of not drinking water while drinking a bunch of hazies, some stouts, and then back to the old haze right. boys. So... Yep. At about three thirty, I woke up with a splitting headache. Oof. Then I did do a leave and a lot of water at home. I did a leave, then I did Advil. Yeah. I took a shit. I took a shower at about four in the morning. Wow! Uh, just because you like, felt gross. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I was just hot, kind of too yeah, that yeah. night. Um, yeah, no central air in Steve's house. No, although you have the room air conditioner. Yeah, but it was like not quite. Well, I don't know. It was just like in between, and just you just feel off. Yeah, like yeah. whatever. So then I went back to bed about four thirty, mm-hmm. just with the TV on, kind of watching. Drifting in and out, and then got right. up for the swap meet at like Oof. got out of bed at six thirty, probably on the road to six forty. Mm. Uh, Wheels on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pavement hitting. Uh, 
Yeah. So then Sunday I was just kind of in and out. Oh, and then I saw, saw I, I saw Tenant. Yeah. I forgot about that. Right. Which also in a movie theater. Like, I did. I was socially distanced. Yeah. I picked the nice theater because they have the big seats. Right. And those are already like really spread out. So yeah, I figured yeah. like that was kind of the safest bet. I yeah. sat by myself with no one, like no seats on my left. Right. And two open seats on my right. And then front, I couldn't even tell. Yeah. So, so yeah, that movie. But also that means no theater blowjob, no theater nope. head, no well, theater hand. Uh, I gave myself hand and disturbed many people. Yeah, I was going to say, you've taking some yoga classes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the extra seats next to me right. really paid off because yeah. you can just kick those armrests up and lay on down. Uh, one guy did um, use a straw to blow butter into my butthole, though, mm. from, from a distance because I was laid out, you know, legs akimbo, straight right, up right. and going. Yeah. I felt this little bit of hot grease. Right. And he just gave me a wink. He said, Keep it up, my son. I said, Well, I know you're not my dad, but. Right. I'll imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Tenet was good. Because mm-hmm. Chris Christopher Nolan, we call him Chris Nolan. Yeah. He, Chris he, Nolan. He's been in the media saying he will not put that movie on. Did, he, he will have it in the theater before it goes to on demand at home to VOD. Right. Which I think was probably part of the contract anyway. Because yeah. I, think, I think a lot of these contracts were written, obviously, pre-COVID. Yeah. And they didn't want theaters or, or the movie companies pulling some bullshit where it's like, no, we're just going to do this. So I think right. they've been writing in it has to get a theatrical mm. release. Because uh, that because I felt like that, he was pretty opinionated about it. but it And he be, might have more. Yeah. But I'm saying it's probably, I feel like it was already there. And then right, he's right. like, this is why. Because yeah. like the, that shitty Marvel movie, I'm like, why didn't they do that? And they're like, well, legally they had to have a theatrical release as part of their, uh, like the New Mutants or whatever that was. Oh. What was it? It was like a one that just came out and it totally tanked. Yeah, I think it's New Mutants. New, oh, new Mutants. New Mutants. New Mutants. Uh, That's and the that Hugh one... Cow version with just all um, big-breasted girls in cow suits. Exactly. Cosplay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Fear their drunk dad's a tale of Lucy Lawless and Sam Raimi's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lucy Lawless? She played Xena, Warrior Princess. Oh, there and we Sam go. Sam Raimi, director of Evil yeah, Dad and Spider-Man yeah, yeah. Trilogy and all that. So They fucked? I would assume so. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Are they together? Uh, I don't think so. Was yeah. I don't know. I'm assuming he's impl- he or she is implying yeah that Sam Raimi was drunk and abusive or something. I don't know. I've never heard that before. No, it just said fear they're drunk. That a yeah. tale of their relationship. Right. Why would he say he's abusive? Because if like he got drunk and she was scared of him or vice versa, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Uh, implied yeah, very negative. I guess. Yeah. I was. I thought that was just the theme of our. I don't. Episode. Th- I don't think they were recording a beer podcast in costume where they were giving each other blind beers. Like us. I don't know. <laughs> Could. Um, remember I, when I she used to go, ay, 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 on the show? Sure. And then people thought, and Zena. Oh, she was. Uh, when she was Zena. Mm-hmm. I never really watched that show. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I was a big Herc, Herc and Zena fan. Those were like the sad Saturday yes. shows, so I try yes, to avoid that. <laughs> oh, you mean Saturday? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyways, yes. We were saying about the theatrical release. So, yeah. classic Christopher Lo- Nolan movie. Classic, classic Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> we got to time travel again for some reason. Goddamn <laughs> Libyans found out how to go backwards. Uh, and then Zena goes, <laughs> It wasn't no Libyans at all, Doc. Oh, my God. It was Zena. <laughs> and just her weird boyfriend. Her, her tits and, look and heavy, her, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where we're going, we don't need tits. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a little yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. We don't oh. need 
Just my cock? <laughs> you betcha, Marty. <laughs> we could just literally re-record the like <laughs> the entire movie, but all we ever do is every second before Doc Brown says a line, we just add in ho, ho, like every time, and that's right, the only right, thing right. change. So, <laughs> Walter says Sam Raimi directed a porno about Xena, his wife at the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty gnarly. I think that's all farcical. Wow. That's totally farcical. Uh, anyways... How am I? Uh, well, just before oh, I get to how, how you are, no cares. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but it's classic, like, confusing yeah. build up. Second half, you're, like, in that world right. full on, and, you know, they're trying to yeah, do yeah. their thing. Uh, and the main premise, without spoilers, is they're basically time travel cops? Mm, sort of, kind of. Okay. It's kind of like... God, what was the other movie? Because I was joking in my mind thinking Time Cop, but mm, yeah. not that extreme. So no splits but, over splits on the kitchen counter over an electric water floor. Exactly. Or full bush in the VR exactly. realm. Because I remember as a child watching that, I was like, yeah. mm, all right. I said, oh, right. VR, VR. Soft bread, <laughs> soft bread. <laughs> 70s burp sound effects. <laughs> check. Well, and then this Friday, we're going down to San Diego. Oh. Geolocations, check. Where it's only going to be 78 degrees and warm. Check. Elitism. West Coast. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, how are you doing, Jim? <laughs> Pretty good. So it wasn't time travel cops. It's like slightly uh, different. Well, it's yeah. I don't want to go. It too would deep start into spoiling. It. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just because. Yeah. I mean, it, and they're not really cops, and it's like you don't know yeah, who's yeah. doing what. But got it. I see. Um. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Friday. Um, we recorded. Um, had a pretty mellow night at home i think after that <laughs> yeah uh yeah because we got oh started, i remember when you left watching, i was like uh I, yeah i'll see you <laughs> yeah started watching the boy season two. Oh yeah i'm um, four i think i've watched the four I think episodes we're three in or something because yeah. it launched with three and now they're at weekly are they really mm-hmm. oh that sucks um i kind of hate that it's show. all it's like, the mandalorian just fucking release it yeah um but uh yeah that's pretty good so far and then um yeah, Saturday was um, my mom's birthday party. Sixty nine. Um, yeah, we were like maybe gonna go with the aforementioned uh, Carl, who you might oh, have seen okay. taught at the chef top at the swap meet. Um, You're gonna go with him, like carpool? With him? No, we were gonna go to disc golf. Oh, disc on golf Saturday. on Saturday morning. Yeah, but it ended up only you ended up going. Yeah. Um, but um, also, you took a picture. At the disc golf course, and it looked like there was a giant window behind you, like a window frame. What was that? You ding dong. You didn't know where that was. No. That's the baseball field behind me. Oh, got it. So it's the shadow of the fence. Got it. And then my long shadow. Because I looked at it like early in the morning and then went back to sleep for three and a half hours that day. Pre-drinking. That wasn't even the hungover day. Correct. Yeah. Um, No, just, yeah, exercising, body tired stuff, but... uh, um, and then, yeah, mom's birthday, um, which was pretty fun. Yeah. And then, um, the Mexican food was okay. Yeah. It was super Mex, uh, which is, which was weird. They said it, it showed up West raw. Yeah. You can buy it just in the, um, those pre, pre seasoned and juiced yeah. and all that. And you just bake it for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like, see, I would have right. thought you, I don't know. That was weird to me. I never knew. The I've never heard of a place that we were originally going to have like literally the company, the taco man come yeah, out, yeah, yeah. but, uh, they were, ha- they were super limited, with like they basically they only want one guy working at a time so they can only do parties of like so many parties which is weird because people are hiring them for parties during the pandemic 
and we were also trying to <laughs> whatever too but um but yeah he had less availability which then it all fell through and they never responded to my sister after asking mm-hmm, a few questions mm-hmm. after a while so um but uh, i'm not the biggest fan of super mix but you know whatever it's mixed <laughs> and kuzu like no 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 she cooked all the meats like yeah but it was raw right i think she got it raw only the enchiladas were oh, from super mix all right well but i think she said she bought the meat pre-season from somewhere that's what i thought she said too so but, i yeah. don't know doesn't matter um but it wasn't that good i could have got that good good carne asada from the real place right that's true that's what I, I thought we were. I thought up. we were going to grill and stuff. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was fun. Um, it was finally wasn't like blistering <laughs> fucking hot. Um, and she bought oh. it at the store. Mm. Okay. Still, I still don't know <laughs> who cooked what uh, or who seasoned what. I don't know. It's well, Qualter is pretty obsessed with Lucy Lawless, and yeah. they can cook can his meat anytime. Um, later than uh, popular as the side character. For, as Ron Swanson's wife on Parks and Recreation mm. towards the end of the series, okay. the last few seasons. Yeah. Um, oh, that was her. Oh, yeah. Yes. I never never really thought about that. Yes. Northgate. She went to the wrong mm. place. What's the right place? Uh, the two different carnicerias I go to. Uh, <laughs> El Toro Bravo. Oh, and then the other spot right over here. Because oh. that was not the same carne sauce. Geolocating yourself to. Yep, exactly. Because um, I get that old Jack style, like the ones I would yes, cook here. Exactly. Um, yeah, and Sunday, martial arts did a little disc golf Not field work bad. mixed into, and then uh, uh, and then I did some side work for about six or seven hours that night. So, yeah, fun but not not relaxing per se, except for yeah. one good good uh, sleep. I Always had. moving, doing stuff. Not yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, gelling out. I mean, I wouldn't kick the weekend out of bed. You know. <laughs> Well, I, I think the weekend seems shorter for me, too. Going to brag a little bit here, but we've been either taking Friday off yeah. or where we work, we get a half day Friday every right. Friday. This Friday, I was in like full, and usually then they're like mellow, like yeah, morning, yeah. everyone's just kind of checking boxes, getting stuff done. Yep. And by noon, you can sign off where I had a whole shit storm of a week. Yeah. And then my Friday was nonstop from like nine all the way to like four thirty five right. o'clock. So yeah. I think that also yes, yeah, yeah, impeded my yeah. leisure. But you, yeah, you took it off and you said you played. Uh, yeah, I went to right. La Barata by myself yeah, on the Friday, um, which was ninety five degrees out there, and yeah. yeah, I only lasted so long. It was insane. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, people playing the fucking pro course, so just walking through your fairway and all yeah, the weird doing shit whatever they want. Yeah. It's like Gonzo. They're like Gonzo coursing the fucking course. Yeah, they're uh, what's it called? Uh, freeform jazz session. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, the big alien news this week was uh, that Venus has been proven to have a gas on there that contains living microbes. Not well. I will correct just for a second. It's fine. It's a gas. That they believe can only be produced oh, from living microbes. Got it, got it. So, uh, yeah, they haven't physically gone there to get it. They right. haven't, whatever. They're just picking up signatures some of amount gas. of this type of gas, they believe. Which right. I'm not saying they're wrong bug, or whatever. Bug but farts. Exactly, yeah. mostly. Yeah. Uh, bad, bad gas. <laughs> and too much carnosaria. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they're picking up that as a signature and like, well, if that's there, that means there probably is some sort of low-level exactly. life form. yes. 
Ah. Which is interesting because is that that's a bacteria, I assume, that's on Earth that makes that same gas. Well, they said living, so I don't know if it's right. bacteria, fungus, or what. Uh, okay. Like, I don't know if it's rot, and that is a production of, mm. like, a bio kind of breakdown. Right, right. Or if it, to your point, is something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> something digesting something. Oh, I see. Right, because technically plants put out, out a farts. gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like they put out yeah. oxygen and take in CO2. Especially and then... when they're funny. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> Such a gas. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gas. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to need to pull that one up, too. Do you remember that Dr. Demento one? No. Oh, <laughs> We're going to get that going here. About farts? Uh, no, uh, I don't know. We're going to listen, though. But anyways, keep going. Uh, and so, But I'm curious, though, like... I'm wondering because I have obviously I I read like half of a bunch of articles. I didn't read the whole thing, but is if if they're detecting a gas that's known to be produced by living tissue of some kind on Earth, then it seems to me like that'd be tough to make the statement. Again, not that I don't believe it. It's like it seems tough to make the statement that a living thing on Venus could produce the same gas. Does that make sense? No, totally. That's why I was kind of clarifying. Like I don't know. Not that I disagree with them. I just right, don't right. know how much weight I would put into like, oh, well, that's only something from a, a bio-release kind of situation. Right. Where, yeah, their their atmosphere and makeup is totally different. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. Because Venus is extremely hot, right? Uh, your mom. Because it goes my mother. So, no, very attractive ants. <laughs> no, there's some dumb thing where it's yeah, like. Yeah. There's a bunch of them, too. Venus. What's the closest one to the sun? Is it... Well, Mars is closer. No, Mars is further away. Or further, sorry. Because <laughs> it goes the third, Earth... We're the third rock from the sun. Exactly. It goes Earth, Mars, but then there's two fucking between us. One is Venus. I think Venus is, <laughs> I think Venus is closest? I don't think it... I think it's the one closer. I, I don't think it's the don't. fucking... <laughs> Goddamn one! Where did I? I can't get whatever. The, I, I do. Off. I do remember a sci-fi short story that we read in a lot of schools. Read about these kids that lived on a colonized Venus, mm-hmm. and they lived in these uh, biodomes with Polly Shore. Uh, they lived in these biodomes, and like one day or two days per year, the searing hot rain would stop, and they could actually go outside and play for like two hours because mm-hmm. they at least could predict the weather so perfectly that they knew when it was going to happen. Um, but anyway, I remember that it was like a very, the, the environment was very balmy and then the rain because the atmosphere was a certain chemical makeup that it became mm-hmm. this like searing acid rain that was super hot or something right, like right. that too. But this is the Dr. So, Demento. I think you're right. Mercury. Mercury. There it is. My very, so yeah. Mercury, Venus, erect mother. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I can't find the thing to plug it in. That's funny. My stepdad would know this just like Elton John songs. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this should be our intro to our show. (laughs) Just 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 copy Hysteria 51 and almost all like all intermission sounds. And Dr. Demendo got Weird Al his start, kind of. Uh, like, played his music early on or something like that, or produce. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we want to keep listening yeah, to that. No, uh, it's just that for the rest yeah, of the song. Yeah, and it's right a ma- that's like an Alfred E. Newman song, technically. Oh, okay. Uh, the Mad Magazine, dude. 
Yeah, but it was on Dr. Mando. Uh, I know he played his stuff. I don't know how much of a hand he had in his, like, Because I remember Weird Al, of his career. Weird Al always saying he attributes him to playing a lot of his stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, too, I but... think I think for sure, but... God, yeah. I had a fucking attachment oh, I put right here. We have some input from... Holy shit. Yeah, Queltazar. Do you want to read that, or you want me to? Uh, sure, hold on one sec. Let me move my mic here. Uh, by quote, living... They mean it's a gas produced by a biological organism known to humans on Earth, but the implication that earthly organisms live in a very aggressive atmosphere is uh, preposterous. So my theory is that it's a distant relative to a biological organism that is closely related to something we know and understand here on Earth. Yeah, that's kind of what I... It's a much more eloquent way of saying what I I was trying to figure out. Not a one-for-one something. It obviously evolved over there. It wasn't a 30-for-30 either. Right, but did it evolve from the same base soup that we evolved? Right. Like, did the same well, asteroid or whatever? In this episode, we talk about panspermia and how Ooh. there's constantly microbes floating around and trying yeah. to penetrate the atmosphere. Right, so, right, right. Um, with their big macro hogs. Uh, yeah, and then uh, before we start the actual show, Fart. we have a little segment called Reaching for the Stars where we ask you... Little prolapsternauts out there, gender neutral. We replaced probers yeah. and probets. We are we'll woke on this sometimes. show. <laughs> um, but uh, to give us five star reviews on Amazon and uh, review us in the comments of that five star rating. Sorry, I said review us for five stars. Rate us for five Whatever. stars. It's fine. Uh, and we'll read your review on the air and give you a shout out, just like uh, AIM6714. I guess like AOL Instant Messenger aim. There you go. Um, In the United States, writes uh, thick and meaty, five stars. Lots of thick, all caps, and meaty, all caps, content for all the other prolapstronauts out there. Thank you, AIM6714. Appreciate it very much. We Um, enjoy you. I don't think there was any cast box. No, there was not. I checked, yes. Um, (laughs) But, um, yeah, and then big news in in the podcast world, Amazon... Is going to have podcasts now too on Amazon oh, yeah. Music. So. so, did you not get that email? I don't think so. That's weird. Yeah. I, I wonder. I don't know how I got targeted then. With Unless that. it went to spam or something. I don't know. But yeah. I like see every fucking Stitcher email and right, right, right. We got reached out to by some Eurotrash yeah. couple that wants us to be on <laughs> a podcast ad network. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my ad. Yeah, yeah, and you still haven't. <laughs> Sent over the info so we can get paid for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Of course uh, not. But, um, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but uh, again, anyways, Eventually yeah. it will. <laughs> I didn't read the Amazon thing fully, so I don't know. I'm assuming yeah. we'll have to submit an RSS feed, but maybe yeah, they yeah. pick theirs. Because they they're like, you're invited to join Because like CastBox and them, I think they just did it. So yeah, I believe so too. They just pick up the yeah, feed. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they're like Spotify, where you have to like do a little of the do work it, yourself. And ma- well, and Amazon owns Twitch, mm. and Twitch monetizes, so maybe they'll monetize that too. Interesting. Um, yeah, but definitely we'll throw it up over there. Yeah, we'll throw up over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, do you do you need to take a break? Are you fine? Uh, I mean, do you want another water before we get? Yeah, in? sure. We'll take a quick break. We'll, we'll back gonna with take a quickie. The Alien Protocols. And we're back. The alien protocols. Um, Hope you enjoyed that word from our sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hello, this is Tom Suits. (laughs) For the Harper. (laughs) I will suit any need. (laughs) I can be your lap dog. I can be your little good boy. (laughs) Yeah, it's like he puts a suit on any sexual act you'd like to do. He will suit Suit any need. Yes. Um, yeah, this episode felt a little light on information, 
surprisingly. Like yeah, it kind of hummed along without really yeah. seeing much. Yeah, like I don't know this this whole season, which is cool. Again, it's kind of like going back in time a couple years to see the beginnings of what we've very recently in the last few months seen as like the first actual true blue disclosure about yeah. you know even in, even though small in the grand scheme in terms of quantity but uh the quality of that disclosure for the pentagon to say yeah we have recovered what we describe as off-word vehicles with right. unknown technology is pretty insane so to see the kind of simmering of that and and it's again it's there's times where i don't when it, when it comes to documentaries especially any sort of documentary style uh show I don't always love to watch old ones because I know the information has gotten better yeah. since then. So I feel like I'm wasting my time watching old documentaries. Mm-hmm. But uh, but at least I mean, Ancient Aliens, we as we've seen, is really more of a religious show yeah. at this point. But, and uh, <laughs> but, Ding uh, Dong Bundy was watching this with me. He's like, "When are they going to call the show Modern Aliens?" Because <laughs> this episode again, it's just Stupid. all normal shit. Yeah, at um, place now. <laughs> Uh, they did a, a, just a couple of those little clotworthy hits where he's like, and ancient astronaut theorists yeah. have believed that for thousands of years this has been happening. Okay, right, back right. to current okay. news. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> back to the Daily Digest. <laughs> um, but uh, but still, like, it is interesting. This episode I actually thought was was the most interesting because at some point Sukalos goes, now they're finally believing what we believe, or they're or they're, right. they're they're taking on our philosophy. It's like you're starting to take some big leaps there, my friend. Because yeah. just saying aliens are real is not saying they also did all this shit. In the exactly. Past. So, um, but yeah, we start off with uh, Oumuamua, who it's just, which is funny because I, I finally I've read Oumuamua and seen the cigar shaped you know asteroid. <laughs> ass. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that cigar shaped ass. <laughs> Uh, God, that and would I be a very wide, <laughs> thin. Oh yeah. If I picture the legs on each end of it, you know. Now, it could be long, but too, just kind of you That's know, the true. cigar with the shape, yeah, and then yeah. the hole where the uh, like the wrap goes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And a real you could wear a real high hip oh, bikini yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dead. Gotcha, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you, <laughs> fucking snap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he wore jockey bikini briefs from a tube oh. for many years. Well, apparently still does. Yeah. And they were silk. Yes. And he told everyone this weekend. Yeah. And that's the... And, and I almost puked. And, <laughs> and this is the same guy who who likes craft beer a lot now, but he still is, like, resentful that he can't go back to shitty beer anymore because right. I brought so much good... Now, he buys good beer, that. Yeah, but he gets all pissed because, I mean, I could buy beer that I used to like... For like fifty cents a can, and now I got to spend three bucks a can, or it's not good enough. But I'm like, you've always so? bought Jockey, which is ten times the cost. Uh, right. It's well, like apparently three like pieces of underwear for twenty five bucks. Yeah. That was back in the eighties when he used to right. force me to go to the store and get them for exactly. Him. Put them in your mouth, son. Right. Pre wet them with yeah. my tongue. <laughs> I need your scent on them before <laughs> I can put them on myself. Um, but yeah, uh, Oumuamua was observed at the. Uh, Haleakala Observatory in October 2017 on the island of Maui. I do miss the enchanted tiki room. I do too. Yeah, very much. All of all of those racially charged accents. Of course, we both do. Because the other ones are kind of like proud, intelligent people. He's like, I'm drunk. Yeah, he's just a drunk white. Well, because I was going between the French one and the Irish one. Hi, laddie. How are we going to be going today? 
Oh, the little birds are out now. Okay, here we go. Gonna give me a bit of swig of a rum. Yeah. Fra- French plus Irish <laughs> equals drunk. We ought to get a bit of the old Scotch man. British drunk yeah. Irish man. Yeah. Ooh, loo, 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 loo. Uh, yes. Because then the French guy, oh, wee, oui, wee, oui, like yeah. fucking Pepe Le Pew. He was like Pierre or something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, Enchanted Tiki Room, Disneyland, or Disney World. Yeah. West Coast Disneyland Elitism, first, yeah. I, guess. I did own a Tiki Tour from there that I bought oh. for $100. Well, you used it in that March a few years ago. Exactly. Your, <laughs> well, you mean with your proud last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that last year only? It was not that long ago. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't right. think so. I mean, maybe it was longer. I'm pretty it was like sure it was last year. 2017, I don't know. Um, Post-Trump. <laughs> no, it was hardcore, yeah, Trump time. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bought a, one at the swap meet, and it turned out it was from the Enchanted Tiki Room, signed oh, nice. it the Envi- or Visionary, so I sold it for $2,000. Mm. I remember that story. On Craigslist. Um, rest in peace. Casual encounters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what Facebook is. Party and play. Oh, we're selling these panties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. selling these man's panties. Yeah, people don't do a good job on the Facebook marketplace of making their stuff look nice. I don't know how things look worse than they used to on Craigslist on there. Well, they hide shit, too, because like during uh, fireworks season, 4th of July, they'll be like, Oh, box for sale, and it's oh. a picture of fireworks. Right. <laughs> and then they sell puppies on there too, because they go yeah. dog cage for sale, right. and it's like With dogs a included. bunch of all <laughs> the so you know little puppies up. in there. So yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the Hale- the Haleakala Observatory was uh, uh, had something called the Pan Stars. So there's Pan again. Oh yeah, green P A N dash all caps S T A A R S. A very Karen-looking lady is the astronomer that that uh, found Oumuamua, but um, <laughs> they were concerned uh, about this object because a because of its shape was very weird, and it had an orbit that was unlike any elliptical or circular orbit like we used to. I can't remember what shape they said it was. I think they said it was ovular, but then I'm like, isn't that elliptical too? Maybe it's right. different. But maybe it's more. And it I was also know. it was like perpendicular with the orbits of our. Uh, of the moon and the like ninety Earth degrees, Ex- yes, right, exactly. Yeah. So it was like cutting through it or something. Right, right. So uh, Travis Taylor features heavily in this episode, and so he comes on here. I don't know, a Travis Taylor tone and the Travis Taylor tail. <laughs> Travis Taylor takes that tone with us. Taylor, now me more for a Tony. Yeah, we can think about it because yeah. we could say he's like a tailor, like fitting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Taylor gives us a fitting. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh God. Or we. <laughs> or we're gonna read some Travis Taylor. Yeah. I forgot. Space related. Uh, the other week, uh, Gail of that's how you do it, which fan. I recorded some content. We got to cut. Yeah, through. we have to. We have to scrub through it and see. It, but but um, at uh, my mommy's party on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that, and that's probably gonna be Patreon exclusive. Yes. My <laughs> <laughs> it's like four minutes. Of yeah. Content. Well, I recorded a few large stories, so oh, it depends okay. what we cut down got to. It, got it. Yeah, we could do a commentary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I forgot that in Star Trek Next Generation, there's TNG. there's Data, the mm-hmm. android, and then his evil twin brother, Lore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I get the fucking joke now, like that he's very like truth Data. factual, and Lore's like a liar and a manipulator mm-hmm. and all that, because Lore is like legends and myths and things that can't be right. proven and stuff. So that was interesting. Uh, I think Laura had a goatee or something on that dumb show, too. Uh, I don't... I feel like... I watched all that. Yeah, I'm trying to think how he was I think it's Sombrero, too. Yeah, yeah. But no, because didn't he, like, <laughs> trick everyone because he, he deactivated it? I remember the first episode, he, like, totally looked like Data, and then right. Riker figured out it wasn't Data because Laura said the word can't, 
And oh, Data right. never uses contractions. Oh, right, right. He said, I cannot. He would say, right, I right, can't. Right. I can't keep sucking you, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not the real on. Data. Yeah. You just keep fucking Your mouth's too damn dry. <laughs> Give me a kiss. <laughs> uh, anyway, Travis Taylor fits us in. <laughs> I don't know. Fits us in. Now, an asteroid was discovered coming into our solar system. Now, let that sink in. I love because he's like, he's charismatic, but that's just yeah. him. It's not this weird. He doesn't sound like he's rehearsed his fucking lines on this show. Right. And almost everyone else looks like they're reading. Yeah. Not looks, but sounds like they're reading lines. And the more something. recent times we've seen him live, I feel like he's starting to do that, though, A where he's kind of getting like into his own little, like, right. this is my thing. This is what <laughs> right. I say. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I am I Giorgio Sukalos. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to kiss my wife? I wonder what his wife looks like, because he is a handsome man from Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell so. yeah. Um, uh, buff dude. Buff dude. You can have one of my degrees <laughs> for a price. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he fucks. Uh, that's like that's like his, his little yeah. his string bolt buff dude. Buff dude, you can have one of my degrees. <laughs> agree, agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, now let that sink in. Coming in to our solar system from where we don't know, but it's from another star system somewhere else, and that's a story that we've actually seen it. We now know objects can travel from one star system to another. So that is, it's like. We assume that's always true, but yeah, I guess this is the first thing that we've actually tested that we mm-hmm. know is from another star system. Which, that reminds me, there's a new, we'll see how much Graham Hancock takes credit for it, mm-hmm. but a new fear disaster movie coming out mm. called Greenland. Have you seen the ads for that? Uh-huh. So I saw it when I watched Tenet, uh-huh. but then I think I maybe saw it on TV, but it's basically Zombie a, Vikings? a rogue asteroid comes oh. and oh, starts... Yeah drizzling its little bits uh, all over Earth. And at first, people are like, oh, it's no big deal. But then they find out everyone's like going to the secret base in Greenland. So basically, all of humanity is going to blow up unless you can get to this base. So it'll be interesting because, again, Graham Hancock's Mm. always like, see, this is why we need to be able to be aware of such things because these are all catastrophic events. Right, right. Uh, And FYI, they don't have hamburgers in fucking Greenland, okay? Oh, soybeans. Okay. Can't grow that shit. Now suck my brain for us. <laughs> Come on, Santa. <laughs> We're going to go see Santa brain. up in North. <laughs> yeah, is that his cock his, amongst his real pubic yeah. balls? Yeah. Yeah. Ow. Ow. <laughs> my Ow. different head in my... You're biting, Santa. I told you not. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, uh, it was also pretty crazy because the Harvard Astronomy Department also said that this was the perfect shape... For uh, to travel through to, through interstellar interstellar space, um, and then Sukes mentions the connection with all the cigar shaped UFOs that have been reported over the year. The first like modern UFO sighting with a photo mm-hmm. is a cigar shaped craft. It's also blurry as shit too. Yeah. It's just whatever. But hey, still, I'd like to dink. Oh my god, <laughs> that's sultry, sultry that. Clinton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to take that ship and <laughs> dunk it. <laughs> nice. Cottage cheese yeah. pussy. Hey, that's, that's a pretty that's good small. impression of me. <laughs> Sorry, it started, then I started laughing. I can't, hey, can't bring it back. I'm Bill Clinton. <laughs> Would you like to have sex with my cigarette? I Can mean, I cigar? dunk this cigar in your <laughs> pussy? Oh, nice to meet you, Mrs. Yeah. Lorensky. <laughs> I wouldn't kick you out of bed. I'd pork the fatty, as my one dad's friends. <laughs> um, anyway, Travis Taylor is uh, on. Oh, sorry, even. Seth Shostak from uh, the SETI Institute, so all the big uh, satellite dishes with yeah. um, 
where Con- Jodie Foster from Contact exactly. is from, where she lives. Where she lost her uh, penis. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, even he was like, this is pretty crazy. Like, even I started to think maybe this could be a driven craft and not a, a real lazy craft that just gives up on yeah, life or yeah. whatever. So. And they don't love craft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travis Taylor's on again, and he says, now if I was going to build a spaceship to travel for hundreds, maybe even millions of years, I would just pick an asteroid that had all the minerals on it and just turn it into a spaceship I wanted. And I'm like, which, I mean, it makes sense. I guess I can do some work. Nothing against him. But I'm like, can you explain, like, what, do you want all the minerals because it fuels the craft? Like, like, are the are the minerals there to fuel the engine or something? Or are right. the minerals... Do Precious. They, do they help shield... <laughs> <laughs> That shit's going to be blinged mm, out, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, there is a fine line between, speaking of Bill Clinton, a fine line between Travis Taylor and Ross Perot. Oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> Ross Perot's just a little higher, a little faster, a little higher, yeah, but yeah. same, same my exact. Ears, my ears. <laughs> Vote for my ears. Yeah. 1990. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or wait, was it 1988? I don't know. He was 92. Deep in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dana Carvey. Exactly. <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, for the Harvard, you know, astronomy department to say, oh, this is the perfect craft to travel through space. Uh, everyone's saying, hey, all of these people that would never even talk about if it was possible something was of alien origin. Now they're going, wow, this thing's fucking weird. Like this interstellar object is weird. It kind of checks a handful of boxes that make it good for space travel or maybe that it was uh, built for panspermia or something like that. Uh, Childress chimes in here, too, and he says, it is Possible that an asteroid has been taken, hollowed out, filled with my favorite yogurt, strawberry, of course, yes. uh, made into a spaceship and then put into a special orbit or trajectory. And what might be inside of Oh, oh, oh My Mama? Oumuamua's. Anyone's guess. Uh, we get another sucler here, and he says, Oumuamua has certainly swayed astronomers to our ideas. Which that, That's the part where it's like, no, they're not saying ancient aliens, but right. they're saying, hey, maybe this one example out of thousands and thousands checks more boxes, finally, of something that could be of alien origin, right? Yeah. Or, or of intelligent origin, which I guess same thing. But uh, Medallion Man William Henry comes on with an amulet oh. assertion, and he says, no, it, this is like the most normal I've ever heard him. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I would expect Travis Taylor or Nick Pope to say this line here, but he goes, now it does inform us that we need a protocol. We need steps to help us to determine what we are actually seeing and what the response should be. This was a tremendous wake-up call. How would we respond if there was an intrusion, if you will, like an intrusion, if you will, like yeah. or, as, or as they said, or something like that? Uh, Paul Davies is an astrobiologist. He's a he's the kind of let's be British guy that's been <laughs> on quite a bit, and he's he's like walked the walk. It seems like he uh, partnered with SETI back in 1989 to start the Academy of Astronautics, or sorry, the International Academy of Astronautics. And so, Henrich Himmerler. <laughs> uh, and they publish what they think is the first official protocol on how to communicate with intelligent aliens should they arrive. Nick Pope does make the point. He says, now the SETI protocols are only binding for the astronomical community. They don't cover governments, and they aren't even legally binding. So he's just saying... The scientists kind of just did this for themselves. It's not a bad thing, but it's like the governments of the world don't give a fuck about this document. Because right. uh, then they introduce the Brookings Report later and the MJ-12 protocols, the Majestic 12 protocols, which are like supposedly the real alien protocols mm-hmm. that have been around since Henry Truman right. uh, was president during the Roswell incident. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, Paul Davies himself says it's a bit concerning because ultimately whoever talks to aliens first is unpoliceable, you know? Right. Um, so they're like, well, of course, if a bunch of scientists in the 80s did it, a bunch of, and then the governments must have their own protocols already, right? And so, are. Uh, and enter Travis Taylor. This is where he gives him he gives that history of himself, right? Of being on the first official, at least at least on his own need to know basis, yeah. task force to either find and collate or create, you know, f- try to find, fail, and then or and then make their own protocols. Yeah, because he wrote that book, right? And I'm assuming the book got him in he wasn't in and then wrote the book i think you're correct because i think yeah. he wrote the book with a handful of those situations and they were like the oh he, like, he and a couple sense. other guys yeah. are the are experts let's have him write the official handbook yeah or because he has this knowledge already we'll have him well i'll just i'll just let him yeah. speak for himself uh now we had access to several databases and we never found an official sanctioned document that said if we are visited by aliens this is what we do doesn't mean that there isn't one nick pope responds and he says with my experience at the British Ministry of Defense, I'd be surprised if there wasn't already something like this, but it would be deeply classified, deeply throated oh, yes. as well. Um, Just as I was about to be right. in the lovely desert right. at one uh, and then, contact. And then they cut the funding. Yeah. The <laughs> I had a fresh Ancient pair of sandals. threw me off the show, yeah. <laughs> and I've never been on since, even they though said, this is 2018. <laughs> <laughs> me too, shit. <laughs> Um, uh, and then who's, I think they're coming up, but who's the bootleg John Hammond, David Childress mashup person? Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy doing the uh, panspermia experiment okay, with the, yeah, the yeah. weather balloon thing with uh, Andrew, with Cockney yeah, Collins. Yeah, because he's all. Yeah, I know. No, I was like, oh, God, it's British Childress. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he is a blend <laughs> John Hammond, too. Uh, December 2017, which is... The month and year we started the show. First episode of Probing Ancient Aliens is in December 2017. Uh, again, I think I think that we're. I haven't watched all these episodes because I didn't want to watch any of the new episodes when we started recording this show. I think they're gonna. <laughs> I think they're gonna use this as a reference at least once or twice. Yeah, they're even gonna, though we haven't heard about yeah. it since then. Yeah, we we're probably would have, but uh, yeah, we got to be in there. Maybe it'll just cut to like just as our someone's, critics say, <laughs> someone's um, iPod, and they'll just scrolling yeah. past our, our exactly. thumbnail image or something like that. Um, <laughs> Is this what they could look like? <laughs> and it's like our dumb drawing, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so now the December twenty seventeen, which they talked about this. They they do a lot of recapping from two episodes ago, the premiere, which was the UFO conspiracy that was two hours long. Right. Uh, like twenty seventeen December, the invention or the the Pentagon reveals. The existence of ATIP, so the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, mm-hmm. another term that Wilcox censored himself from saying, so he wouldn't get deplatformed. A A T I P, like take spaces in right, between right. it too. Um, but uh, Travis Taylor makes the point that there must be protocols already in place because the videos that came out around the ATIP, the ATIP. The Imhotep yeah. uh, announcement. Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Tic Tac video, the Nimit, like all that kind of stuff. Uh, he, Travis Taylor said the fact that they F8, the F-18s tracked these things for a long time and didn't simply shoot them down, mm-hmm. which would be the normal orders for any enemy, Wacky. any unknown aircraft in their airspace, certain airspaces is shoot on sight yeah, when yeah. they don't respond. So for them to follow this for long periods of time and chase these things... 
means that there are protocols in place, which I thought that mm-hmm. was a really interesting point. Because it's like, yeah, why wouldn't they fucking shoot it down if it was like they were, I'm a good soldier, we're in this fucking restricted airspace, they haven't responded after three hails, and we're going to fucking kill them. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, uh, we've got a long quote here. Oh, boy. Nick Pope reminds me of the kind of guy that will use fact-based or facts based on modern psychology, psychology. to trick groupies <laughs> into sleeping with random dudes mm-hmm. so that he's technically not cheating but right. can use the situation to get his rocks off without right. his wife's knowledge. Right. I don't think he's married, though. I think Joey and I looked that up to see. I was going to say, I don't think he's married as the joke. <laughs> but you're like, oh, but I don't think he's married. <laughs> no, because, You're probably right, but I don't think he's married. Because we... Uh, <laughs> we we looked it up because yeah. we were like, oh, would he creep on groupies? Right. And his Wikipedia does not have a, right. a Mrs. Personal Pope. life section was pretty bare. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just yes. like those feet and those sandals that he exactly. wore that night. <laughs> Raw dogging, ready for very, a dipping. A very, like, like, not a peppermint patty look because she wears shorts, but still just the, like, from from uh, Peanuts, from Pino. <laughs> Pino's. <laughs> <laughs> And fucking guy looks like Peppermint Patty. Yeah, fucking guy's got open toes. He's probably got an open toe policy. He can suck him. But yeah, at the again, we can't tell you jeans and flip flops, right? And again, this was the only time we've ever seen him. Not in his business attire, right? Right. So this could be his normal attire, casual. his normal cash attire, right? He just had that <laughs> the rape eye. Like <laughs> he looked like a fucking spazzer creep. It was so <laughs> crazy. He was just like because he's like five five, yes. so he's like this tiny little yes. dude and Sunken just like chest. His hair was a little teased out, and he's like super thin and frail. He with had that he had kind of a, a British Beavis look to him. Uh, yeah, from Beavis, <laughs> Beavis and Butter, yeah, just that yeah. like. Yeah, and like someone's going to notice yeah. me. <laughs> Real big shoulder walk yeah, yeah. too. Cause yeah, because it was, it was just. <laughs> want to see my shell of a man? <laughs> oh yeah, the chest is so sunken. Um, but um, you meet the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Travis Taylor uh, also makes the point that he's he's like now I've seen training videos and they say that they're like army training for twenty year twenty seventy five and they got uh you know simulations where the soldiers are teleporting across the battlefield. And then uh, the they got simulations where they got uh, uh, armor that's completely bulletproof or whatever and shit like that. So he's mm-hmm. like basically saying you can you can say that they're preparing for future battles, mm-hmm. future people, but it seems more likely that uh, it's almost like they're preparing for a force that's just that much more advanced than us. So yes. do we need to take a break? No, no, no. Okay. Um, and uh, 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 oh, then he talks about the importance of like. If we're going to compete with aliens that might want to fight us, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting in and of itself, they didn't really talk much about like what if the aliens were a threat. But he he is the guy who has to think about if they're a threat. What yeah. are the protocols? Right? He's basically saying like we need fucking spaceships that don't take two months to get off the ground. You gotta like they gotta be like a car. You gotta jump in and fucking fly away off off planet. You gotta have like Iron Man suits to make you stronger and let you breathe. You can't have these suits that you rip them once and you're dead and shit like so. Right. Again, he makes like all this complicated stuff very matter of fact and easy yeah. to understand <clears throat> without dumbing it down. That's like the best kind. That's like the Mister Wizard quality, right? It's like, hey, I feel smarter after watching Mister Wizard, uh, but he didn't like dumb shit down. Like I can actually kind of explain the complicated part because mm-hmm. he broke it down to its simplest part, but he didn't make it dumber. You know? Yeah. He did. They're not doing the. Making the food you don't want to eat into the fucking airplane spoon, you know, or something. So, 
or the airplane dildo as it yeah, was in yeah. my house. Um, <laughs> Come and get your medicine. Um, we go to Vatican City, 2014. I've been there. Steve hasn't. Yeah, uh, it's fine. And when uh, when the Pope, uh, it was his famous uh, acknowledgement that it, aliens likely exist. Uh, he would welcome them as Catholics. He would baptize them if they came to Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he thinks that they're intelligent, which is pretty groundbreaking because for the Abrahamic religions to go on record and say, hey, aliens are probably real. Like, yeah, I, And, and yeah. to, for him to say, I believe that aliens, I, I believe God created infinite amounts of living things across his mm-hmm. infinite universe. And, uh, and Rabbi Zadok makes the point that religions around the world are having to start dealing with the possibility or perhaps the already known reality of extraterrestrial beings. So, and it is an interesting point because then it loops around to, you know, it shows the Dalai Lama talking about how it's like, oh, if aliens are real, we'll welcome yeah, them as yeah. our brothers and sisters and blah, blah, blah. And then it loops around to how, like, even in 1999 when NASA published its, like, extraterrestrial microbiological protocols or whatever thing, um, I think when it was that famous picture of the meteor with the bacteria in it mm, from mm-hmm. from another planet, Whatever. yeah, um, from Mars, I think it was. Uh, NASA says like basically like we like religion because it's been preparing people for a return of extraterrestrial <laughs> intelligent life mm-hmm. for centuries now, you know. And of course, then the ancient national there's like, see, it's kind of like what we yeah, say, yeah. Or whatever. But well, in some of those religions, because that was always the counterpoint, was like, well, what if there's aliens? It's going to prove your religion wrong. So right. they're like, well. It's kind of looking like that might actually happen. So actually, let's start to pivot right. and just say, yeah, we're into aliens and God loves them too. And it's right. like, well, if you're going off the Bible, it says Earth and specifically Earth. Right. And it says all these things very specifically. Exactly. So now you're just trying to do this in case you do get fucked over. Right. That you can't have an out. That people won't right. just mass abandon your religion. Which is also why it was very good uh, kind of rolling with the punches and, and marketing for... Um, the Pope to admit that because that also opens it up to say, hey, a lot of the stories in the Bible are legendary stories that maybe not every little thing is completely factual, but they tell a story that is important to learn the message of and like all that right. kind of stuff too, which, which is then, like a long time ago or before before him, it was like, nope, yeah. it's all real. Well, because <laughs> you know? yeah, people would always be like, the Bible's a blend of stories and facts. And it's like, right. well, it, no, it's not. You right. can't have both. Like, right. you can't have both because you don't know where it starts and stops. Where does art right. begin and where does art right. start? <laughs> well, and that's uh, why ancient astronaut theory is, like, the perfect religion because you have the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. The yum-yum. <laughs> uh, snakes says uh, Greta, due to the way she's positioned, looks like she's depressed and yeah. in a deep thought. Well, because well, on the screen, it's like... Well, unfortunately, I have off. been breathing all of my burp breath exactly. over there. And I well, did wonder... I wish you were. It's coming this way. <laughs> I, did, I did wonder earlier in the show that if I imbue her with enough of the stuff of life in my burp breath, will she yeah. come to life? Exactly. And what will she be like? Could you penetrate it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, what if we weird-scienced Greta? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't get the option to make the tits... Cr- so big they cross over with each other. Yeah, because we she not because you always were upset that they did that exactly. or that they didn't keep it at that right. level. The fact that Gary goes because he's fucking Gary, of course. He goes anything more than a handful's too big. I'm like, when you're whatever, if there are 15 or 16, you got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, you know, everyone has a preference. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's got to be athletic, be able to move right. around, you know, be able to <laughs> do some other stuff. Uh, would you like athletic or sleazy? <laughs> sleazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Total recall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what are you, a perfect woman, a sleazy a rebel? Um, 
Sharon Stone way prettier than the girl he's actually with in that movie, though. Oh. Ooh, ooh, mixed, <laughs> mixed reviews. reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to mixed yeah. reviews. Um, yeah. So this is where we go. Uh, that the first segment is like 18 minutes before a commercial break in this episode, mm-hmm. unless I missed it or something. But I was watching pretty closely. Um, oh, and they make the final point that like basically all messiahs in any religion are alien Some beings point, yeah. that are going to come right, back for right. the betterment of society. Uh, so yeah. Now we cut, cut to March 2018. This is where Cockney Collins is on location in Sheffield, England to do this panspermia experiment with the balloon. Um, and I wrote, the astrobiologist looks like British Childers here. Yeah. And uh, the balloon basically goes up. It's a huge fucking condom-like white balloon. Uh, goes up in the air 43 <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> like a giant <laughs> floating around. Uh, it is the terrible. Dripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, why did you need hmm. all the lubrication? <laughs> because it's a condom, of course. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to, the sky to go in dry. <laughs> um, but uh, so they, it's a it's a balloon with like a little box where the bottom of it opens up. Kind of reminded me of the um, little shaving cream device that Dennis Nedry has in Jurassic Park, right? Where like the bottom pops yeah. off, it has the Cold. slots for yeah, the yeah. the DNA, and um, uh, that's why it just came into it. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> the guy on the video phone. It's just come. <laughs> I know. Like, I told you I was going to yeah. It's a simple thing. This is what you've been looking for. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like playing a concert yeah, on yeah, the boat yeah. in the middle of the storm. <laughs> um, but God, in the Jurassic Park book, the the coming of that storm is like so much of the book because mm. that storm, obviously, in the movie too, it like cuts out the electrical, Tracking fucks everything up. Yeah, yeah. But it's like. There is so much in that book. Like, the book is cool because... Here comes another round. Uh-oh. Um, the book is cool because it does go into detail about the dinosaurs as if they're, like, zoo animals, and there's more dinosaur breeds in the... Or, you know, species, whatever, How in the book. about less breeds <laughs> of that fucking burp? But, uh, but then like there's... hot dog. But you then there's so much, of the, so much of the books that... Uh, well, Chick-fil-A is pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then so much of the book, it just becomes like a textbook almost. It's so weird. Mm. But but because the movie, I was so obsessed with the movie, I read the shit out of that book. But anyway, and then Disclosure was up next, and we've already yeah, talked yeah. about that. Uh, but yeah, the little trap comes out of the bottom. Uh, it's up right above the atmosphere and captures whatever's floating around up there, which usually is going to be a bunch of microbes. Yeah. So um, Snake says, in my mind, yeah. <laughs> the book is way better. And and I haven't read it since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and it's Because it is, probably is a more... I feel like it's a more satisfying story. I do remember the ending I prefer as well, which I don't think we fucking need to Don't they like actually shoot them down and have like rockets and shit going off in the book? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. And then also, uh, yeah, there's more like of the the warring companies like InGen, like there's like they're fucking like guerrilla fighting and all this weird shit. But also the ending, again, spoiler alert for Jurassic Park, the book, which came out in 1989. (laughs) Uh John Hammond dies at mm-hmm. the end. He's eaten by the little consignatus, the little chicken-sized mm-hmm. dinosaurs. They fucking, because he breaks his leg or ah, something, okay. and he's limping to the helicopter, and they just fucking swarm him and kill him. Because the whole point of the book is, if you play God, there is a price to pay. Kind right, of thing. Right, like right. the whole Ian Malcolm and thing. And you're still, you know? yeah, you're not impervious to all the shit. Right. Whereas in the movies, he just comes back and Yeah. Hey, it's part two. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, did, did he die in part two? Uh, he dies off screen like in between causes. three and four or right. something too. Yeah, I need. I should probably. Just... They were like, "Oh, we saw you at, at Grandpa's funeral or right, something right, like right. that." Mm, I fucked him. Yeah, <laughs> rigor mortis of the cock. Uh, 
So I wrote it because life will find a way. Uh, I feel like I should do that as <laughs> You're book just on jerking tape. Off yeah. Guys <laughs> Ooh, give me that formaldehyde, baby. Everyone <laughs> knows it swells up down Ooh, give there. Give me a formaldehyde, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pre-pickled. Mung your, yeah, mung your butt. <laughs> uh, uh, I oh, it says I broke his ankle, but uh, I should do it as a book on tape because I have a bunch of those yeah, yeah. building up. Because we AKA do... an audio book. Well, sorry, whatever. Yeah, audio doubt. I'm used to used to yeah. book on tape. Yeah, yeah. I'll bust Push. out my little Casio with the microphone. Yeah. Bring it in my car. <laughs> Not I'm be able to hear boy. it. <laughs> just singing to myself. It's just like up yeah. and you're holding up your ear. I'm a handsome boy. I'm a handsome boy. While you're blasting the book on tape of oh, Jurassic well, Park. I, would, I was thinking of the ones where you had the little the built in microphone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just blasting, I'm a beautiful yeah, boy. Yeah. That's, like, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. You're in your car, but then there's also the book on oh, tape okay, just okay. playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim and Lex yes. ran down the ravine, <laughs> carefully stepping over the terectile <laughs> dung. <laughs> yeah. I'm a beautiful boy. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, from our book club days, yeah. uh, I got yeah. an audio.com or whatever the fuck. Audible. Audible. Yeah. And I never canceled you know, it because i have like com. i have like 10 fucking dumb books built right, right. up that i have to go use and right. i still i don't know they all are for the four dummies books too. exactly yeah yeah finding <laughs> love for dummies exactly having a good mom for dummies dummies <laughs> yeah. respecting yourself for dummies yeah. <laughs> not ending at all for dummies <laughs> uh, and it's just like a guy and then the yeah. noose with the slash through it like no no no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, <Adager> for dummies. <laughs> um anyway cockney collins is like it sounds incredible. Now, have you ever lost one of these? And then the younger science guy, and he's like, no, we're not about to start today. <laughs> and they all have like a dumb British laugh. And he's like, so fingers crossed, guys. And uh, Andrew gets to do the countdown to five. Pretty cool. Uh, the balloon is designed to burst up there after it gets to a certain height. And then it has a parachute that it floats down. They go and track it with a GPS. They have it in this case. It's already pretty good, pretty well sealed, and then they put it in an extra case to make sure that mm-hmm. while they travel to the lab immediately, that there's no earth contamination. Right. Then they check it like multiple times ever to make sure that it's in a clean room and all this other shit. They sterilize the air, all this kind of stuff. But it's funny because as they're <laughs> Cockney Collins is looking in the window of the clean room at the lab at the two scientist guys. As as if he's like his baby's about to be born. He's like, what's going on? He's yeah, also yeah. and they're playing like this like. Mission Impossible synth drum music, like they're diffusing a bomb in there because the guy's like down there <laughs> taking little <laughs> syringes and doing <laughs> stuff. I'm like, okay, guys, it's not that interesting, but or I actually should say it's interesting enough that we don't need. Did you stop? Do- <laughs> I can't again? stop burping. God. You're feeding me this topo chico. Well, I'm burping, but they're not <laughs> smelling. You're again, you got burping up Nate. Well, I'm over sure there. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I probably should be soft. No, that's a classic kids in the hall thing, like Canadian. Well, I'm sure I'm sorry. No. Like, <laughs> um, they find. <laughs> I didn't realize I wrote this. They find a chunk of biological, Ooh. like I wrote chunk yeah. of biological material. It looks like a fucking rotten piece of popcorn or something. Mm. Um, they, there's no earth stuff around it. Uh, this thing is two. It's a thick boy. It's 200 microns across. Now, the cool part about that is that only uh, objects <laughs> that are maximum six microns across can get out of our atmosphere, stratosphere, atmosphere, whatever, ionosphere. So this thing is way too big to have come to out from it. Earth. It has to already have been out there, and then it can't come in, apparently. can't, whatever. So, I mean, I don't know if the 
I don't know if the Gazinta is the same as the Gazata, but yeah. Um, but still, <laughs> the Gunta. It's saying like, look, there's a six micron limit on what can go out into space from Earth, um, which which would make sense. Like, if an asteroid hits, then that kind of fucks that whole thing up. It blows everything up, right? Right. right from right. other Shoots planets, like whatever. Out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a 200 micron across uh, chunk of bio or organic material. Right. He's like, oh, there looks like there's carbon and oxygen. Like he's looking at the fucking you know, yeah, mo- yeah, atoms yeah, in yeah. there and stuff. Um, super cool, and then Cogni Collins is like, absolutely amazing. It's blown my head off. <laughs> okay, uh, it's convinced me that Earth is surrounded by life that almost certainly came from outer space, um, and and that is cool. But it's funny that like for the show, after one piece of evidence, he's like, I'm certain yeah, now. Like, these it. are these are the kind of people. These are people that can't resist believing yeah, after one can't example. Be uncertain. Uh, they have another example that looks like under the electron microscope, like a big eyeball with like a nerve or something, but it's a very spherical object and it's a blend of biological and metallurgic. And so the guy's like, he says, basically the the ball part is made out of titanium. They can't tell yet what's inside. They're going to need to study what's inside the ball, but that's uh, probably come. What's in the ball? What's in the ball? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the scientist, this is where... It's not that it's suspect. I think that this guy is a real scientist, not a porn scientist, not a yeah, porn doctor. Yeah, yeah. But he he you can tell that he really wants to fucking prove this pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um like I kind of like just the boring scientists they work with, which are just like, Well, yeah, the evidence is this, this, and this. And then Sukalo's like, But would you say that that was put there by flesh and bolts? And he's like, well, the evidence does say there's a possibility that it's this, this, or and they very much stay right, the right. course. This guy's like, no, no, I think that's a fucking ball. They put it in there, put yeah. a bug in there, and now the <laughs> bug's down here. And like, all that on shit. tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got bugs on tape in your forward now. Um, wild, wild times. <laughs> Totally different. Yeah. Wild, wild, wild times. times. Um, but yeah, it, it is crazy because it looks super spherical, but uh, I can't remember that process that we've talked about, but spherical objects that are almost perfectly spherical can be made naturally by hyper-crushing pre- pressure in certain spots where yeah. it could explain the stone balls or the yeah. metal balls because like, mm-hmm. it like could have liquefied the metal over time and whatever. So um, still, this whole experiment's cool. I like what the show, I like when they actually do this with real scientists doing real research, and then you get to see the evidence right then and there. Yeah. Um, Cogni Collins, again, a little too a little too eager for this to be true. Uh, this smoking gun of pen sperm. So now he's like gone from, uh, I, I fucking believe there's alien microbes just outside the atmosphere, mm-hmm. I mean, and which is fine, but still like one piece of evidence, I believe this now. Yeah. This smoking gun of pen sperm. I'm like, the smoking gun of a very, not even controversial, but just like a, a very large subject that's that takes a lot of proving, right? You've seen one example of it now, uh, or even directed panspermia could give us the best evidence yet that aliens, in some form, seated life on this planet, which is an incredible thought. So I don't know. I think just because he's lives in England, they just had him go there. You know, I guess that fucking William Henry fucking lives in Italy or something by that logic because he was in all the Da Vinci stuff and Florence and everything the last episode Um, the more I think about it too like he he and Sucolos kind of look like psychopaths in real life like (laughs) 
like just the fucking like leisure suity jackets they wear yeah. oh, and yeah. just the fucking Open big shirts. smiles and the yeah. bright eyes i'm just the like oh my skin yes Every, yes exactly yeah. <laughs> like again what does that guy do for money right like <laughs> what is his job yeah like where's his education how do you get tra- travel how do you <laughs> right. fund anything right and like Stargate, uh, two words. Yeah, Stargate. I suck the money right out of the Stargate. You mean the glory hole down on forty-five? Right. You mean your pimp? Yeah, <laughs> beats the shit yeah. out of you if you don't. If you don't give him all the money, and right. then he allows you to have some back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What do you think I'm getting coffee yeah. for? It yeah. Alien Con 2019. Yeah. Uh, don't mind the bruises. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's like what? Like what the fuck do you right. do? What is his research? Yeah, what is exactly. his whatever? But like, yeah. but like, just like Wilcock, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a business of meditation or this. Or well, I'm sure it's some yeah, weird, some new age weird stuff thing, you know? or, or again a bunch of family money that just exactly allows him to have this life. Yeah, we should do a little research on him and see if there's something that he's done specific because that'd be a good probing deeper. Is like right. not the story of him, but just like something yeah. he's done. Bill Herney to give to give. Uh, a little to flesh out the background, flesh out right. the backside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> William Henry a little more. Uh, yeah, maybe he just sells fleshlights of his asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna flesh. And it's this just out. like paper origami colored right, peach, right, right. yeah, with coffee. <laughs> uh, why do you think I'm buying yeah, this coffee right? at AlienCon 2019? <laughs> Gotta brown these suckers up. <laughs> He's just at the fucking food tables, like, dunking them and dunking them, licking it down. <laughs> Um, he mentions how uh, uh, a NASA task force is in place to stop alien life from coming in and kind of just pointing out almost the futility if, if this if these microbes are around all the time which again it seems like after one experiment they yeah. are um, then you're you're not preventing alien life from being around us all the time again they never say they never confirm if something over 200 microns can get in right because it's like I don't know if it's the the property of the lower atmospheric layers that burn it up or fuck it up or I don't know, but mm-hmm. like, or if it or if it's simply just the the size of the fucking holes between the atoms that like can't fit things through on the way. I have no clue how it works. Yeah, but. it well, a lot of times it's something with friction and burning, so mm. maybe it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I lick it before yeah. I sell it? Okay, okay. <laughs> got a grease. Up. That's why I had all the grease up in the goddamn. <laughs> which, which means he has to constantly lick them as he yeah, sells because it, no. otherwise it'll okay, dry go, go, on go. paper. Yeah. And he sells uh, <laughs> vials of his own spit right. that you can then reapply. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Now you want a whole liter? <laughs> You're gonna really go to town. Uh, were you saying something normal before that? No, I was joking because it was like grease. And, well, oh, but the friction, whatever. <laughs> yes, yeah, that might have something to do with because I know right, right. obviously when like uh, a plane enters the Earth's atmosphere, right. it's burning up because that's the friction oh, as it's going through. They don't from burn no they, pressure. To they don't pressure. burn when they go out, huh? Uh, there's no, there's some burning. You always passing <laughs> through. It Just that. To. Well, yeah. yeah, and it's the for. I think the force, the force, Luke, uh, might be greater coming in because it's gravity where you're fighting uh, gravity. Dark children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gravity fighting. Obi Wan Kadavid. Yum. Uh, gravity fighting, or the rockets fighting gravity to leave. So it might right. be less intense than mm. what's coming in because it's coming in hot like an overstable disc golf disc in the wind it could it, it just could. catches fire every yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> shit uh, <laughs> um they uh uh talk about sputnik's launch in uh mother russia 1957 his head is biggest <laughs> <laughs> which uh, spawned the space race and spawned the creation of nasa in america this and is the where clown. they yes exactly <laughs> 
<laughs> this is where they introduce the Brookings Report, um, which was like supposedly created in the in like 1961, but then later on they're like, no, it was actually written by um, or written under the supervision of Harry Truman after mm-hmm. the Roswell incident, and that it's actually like a segment. Uh, basically, it's the public facing, even though it's top secret, it's the public facing document of the MJ-12 protocols, which were the actual real deal, Majestic 12 instructions for, right. you know, I'll let them say it anyway. But, like, it's crazy that that they're, they're saying basically there was a, a front-facing secret document that, if found, could be kind of okay to, to leak. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> but then there's the fucking real deal shit, which I believe all the Majestic 12 documents or, or that chunk of them was, like, released to that uh, TV producer in the 80s that they've shown mm-hmm. on the show. His name's yeah. like George Sham- Knapp. Shami or something. Oh, like. not he has that a weird guy. name. <laughs> uh, some guy with a weird name that never heard from again, yeah. but at least on the show anyway. But um, but anyway, the Brookings Report has all these instructions on what do you do when you find intel when you encounter intelligent life, right? Yeah. From off world. Nick Pope says the implications of no, I'm doing Cockney Collins. Sorry, <laughs> the implications of discovering extraterrestrial life are profound. And the implications that go across all levels of society, politics, economics, religion, technology, science, my dad, <laughs> my old gaffer, <laughs> everything will be affected. Uh, we get a first bar barrage in a long time. <laughs> I don't think he deserves that level <laughs> of base. Um, uh, but Mike Barris says... Well, he's got those sausage fingers and little ham That's hands. true, yeah. yeah. He's kind of like a sludge monster. Yeah, a little as he was. Yeah. <laughs> Like the caterpillar at the Disney electrical parade, the yeah. Main Street electrical parade. <laughs> yes, it was a Filipino man screaming. <laughs> it's my favorite part, Mom. <laughs> um, we don't Barrage. speak Tagalog, hon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he says... Uh, now, the Brookings Report says that you should release information little by little, bit by bit, so that people can get acclimated to the idea of aliens and extraterrestrials. This was, so this was like the first thing, the first document that said people can't handle this shit. Like people, we believe as the government, the average citizen will freak the fuck out and it will cause mass chaos. So yeah. that's kind of where this, come, this came from, uh, even though it more likely came from the MJ-12 report, but again... Uh, we get a Nori story here. We get a few of them. They're mostly pointless, but he's yeah. like, uh, the old Brookings report is the thing that said, we can't handle the truth. So the government decided, we're not saying anything. It's yeah, like, okay, they thanks. Jack Nicholson does. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. <laughs> um, Zadok mentions the War of the Worlds incident uh, <laughs> that Orson Welles did on the radio as yeah. like basically tricking everyone on Halloween 1937 or something to to think that there was an actual alien invasion happening. Um, and people did kind of panic. But at the same time, I don't... I, I know that there was some, like, people running out in the streets and driving and, and blocking yeah, roads and stuff, but, like, I don't think it was, like, fucking people rioting and burning Mass buildings sister. and stuff. Yeah. like Yeah, exactly. Robin Snake keeps saying goes, Daddy, would you like some oh. sausage? <laughs> From Freddy, gets, Freddy Got Finger? Yeah. yeah. God, I was trying to find... I lost it. Um... Uh, we see John Podesta again, the the campaign manager for Hillary and and George, uh, and Bill. Yeah, Phil. <laughs> uh, he was playing both sides in the election, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, he thinks the American public can handle the truth. I think this clip is from the right. for the season opener, but um, but also like I'm like I agree. We've been exposed to so much weird shit at this point. Yeah, it's like um, these people can handle it. Exactly. It's like it's like, and it sounds dumb, but it's like the just the level of like shocking pornography at everyone's fingertips. It's like kind of like. 
I think that the world can be like, okay, whatever. Like, I know that this weird, even my friends say this weird, you know, like the South Park episode, like Randy uh, Stan's dad got to this the point where- This is porno <laughs> points. Go with uh, it, Joe. <laughs> where uh, Randy Stan's dad got to the point where he could only jerk off to uh, Asian lesbian threesome barf porn or something no. like that. Because um, it was the episode where the internet like went away and they had to travel to no. follow the internet across the country and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> Great, but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, but it's like, but I think whether I, it's that well, or or even a dumb Reddit thread or memes or whatever, like you're exposed to so much, so many things that would be shocking to an like people that lived in a rural area might see a few of those things their entire life a hundred years ago, whereas now it's just like, oh, goat see and Pikachu fucking your dad and like yeah. all this kinds of stuff. I think the only thing though is, <laughs> you know, all this kinds yeah, of stuff. You know, all that <laughs> kinds of stuff I watch all the time. Uh, I uh, think I think the, the biggest issue is if the government so much free porn. Girl, <laughs> uh, the biggest issue is if the government goes, "Yep, they're there." People will freak out, right? If you don't, David Wilcock, head of the government, exactly. Yep, they're there. They're there. Uh, if they go buy my new book on tape, <laughs> it's good. Only available on Casio microphone boombox format tapes. Yeah. You have to you have to read it yourself through the microphone that's attached to the boombox, and then you can tape it. Or for only seventy nine ninety five, you can get this Teddy Ruxpin X doll yeah. of me, and I will read it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I will read it for yes. you. Government led. I did hand quotes. <laughs> BBW eats fried chicken oh, with midgets. There we go. Uh, no, but I think the issue is if the government goes, "Yep, aliens are out there," yeah. but they don't have a plan right? right if they if that's when people go oh my god oh my god they're gonna blow us up the oh fuck they fuck like that's right. the problem if, oh fuck they fuck, they fuck. <laughs> we're fucked <laughs> we're fucked uh we're gonna be fucked yes but oh that's that's the biggest issue is like oh yeah we we talk to them yeah but we won't tell you what's going on right or we don't know how to talk to them then right, like right. that's when the hysteria is gonna right. hit uh, how is the message portrayed to the public so that it seems like we're in control. Exactly, like we yeah. have a plan. Right. Because if you don't have a plan, then that's when hey, everything goes to according shit. According to this episode, they do. Well, I don't think. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they haven't even contacted of them, course. right? It's like. Although later on, them. I'll let love that Joker Linda or whatever we're yeah. saying. Greta, Greta Grandma or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, she says some of the documentation implies there's already mutual. Well, that, but I'm too. saying that's if they ever, you could you could release it if yeah. you had a plan. Mm-hmm. But I think they don't because okay. they don't. I'm gonna come on your chest. There's my plan. There I'll, it is. I'll now I know it. what to expect for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they go back to the Voyager satellite again, and the golden record that Carl Sagan and John Lomberg, uh, and and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Frank Drake, yeah, that they designed together and put on there. It was I weird they included every racial slur in English for another very strange non-white race, right? And yeah. even even though the or revenant, white race even though the revenant hadn't too. come, wouldn't come out for decades. Yeah, they 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 put the famous line by Tom Hardy in there, right? Where he, oh, he first Native Americans, Native Americans yeah. in a very racist way, but yeah. um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I think it's First Peoples, America's First yes. something nation. Um, but even uh, uh, John Lomberg is like, yeah, we wanted to predict Earth on a good day. He's like, how? because how the fuck do you communicate with aliens? Like, we look at a starving baby, and it's horrifying to us, but what if babies look skinny and weird like that to them? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you never know. So um, I don't know. I mean, they're showing they – sh- they show that as a, an example that, hey, the government has made plans 
to create things to communicate with aliens. So I guess yeah. that works, but it's just a little again, this this season's already a little recycly. Like the the Da Vinci Code episode last the last episode was actually kind of a breath of fresh air compared to these last two because it feels mm-hmm. like three episodes of this because the season one opener was two hours long. Mm-hmm. So um the next segment uh, shows more examples of government's efforts to communicate with aliens. So the Brookings report is entered in the congressional record. Congregate congressional. <laughs> oh, we have these congregational yeah. visits <laughs> with we aliens. Congregation Gary House, where yeah. all the hobos are in the Just Catholic schoolgirl <laughs> suits. Um, the congressional record in 1961. Uh, but this is where they say that you know ancient astronaut theorists believe Truman created this actually in 47 with the Majestic 12 protocols. Yes. Uh, we get another bar barrage here. He says, and there's actually a document called the Majestic 12 Special Operations Manual, which actually describes what a military officer or an enlisted man should do should he encounter a crash UFO, an extraterrestrial being, alive or dead, how the body should be disposed of, etc. So uh, that is pretty fucking gnarly because that thing has been leaked. Yeah. Um, and uh, love that Joker Linda does make the point in the document that, uh, and she calls out exactly where she goes, there is under chapter five encounters, uh, and then quotes encounters will take place at military installations or other obscure locations selected by mutual agreement. And that is tied to what happened to Lonnie Zamora down in Socorro. And I was like, yeah. that last sentence, like, what? You know, you know the factual time that right. this person <laughs> hung out with an alien. Right. And I'm just, but I was just like, they hadn't mentioned this Lonnie Z- uh, Zamora guy at all. Yeah. I think they've told his story before, like seasons ago, but it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, what? Like, that is not the words, especially very Latin words. I was like, what the yeah. fuck is she talking about? But Well, no, it's my friend Lonnie. He makes really good s'mores. Right. <laughs> kind of came out a little bit. You always weird. want s'mores. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then Mike Barra elaborates in a Barbara. She says, now Zamora noticed, and it cuts to a fucking dramatization of this, you know, cop back in the 60s, whatever. Yeah. He's like, now Zamora noticed what appeared to him to be some sort of wrecked vehicle off the side of the road. So he pulled his police car over, and when he got closer to the vehicle, he noticed it was some sort of egg-shaped craft with these four landing legs that stuck right in the ground. And he saw these two beings in silver suits, so when they saw him, they went back inside the craft, and the object took off and sped away. Um, and then when That's how the Men in Black show started. Exactly. And when <laughs> Zamora brings some of his colleagues back... Uh, they took pictures of four uh, pole holes in mm-hmm. the dirt right. um, that the poet laureate of the West used to exactly. fuck the ground yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you want to seed the land, my friend. Um, uh, Ryan Sprague talks about that incident all the time, yeah. too. Fucking the ground. <laughs> exactly. Also, he posted um, he he posted the Joe Rogan show with the with Edward Snowden on there from mm. a few days ago, uh, which was a pretty a pretty good episode. But he like he starts off his post. I'm not a big Joe Rogan fan. <laughs> okay, dude. Like, it's a weird thing to like just say, "Wow, this is a great episode of Joe Rogan" or something. Well, but I think it's because people, people think yeah. Joe Rogan's conservative or this or that right, or right. whatever. He's like, transphobic. Right. He's dangerous because he has all these extreme extremists on his show. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And he only asks them about DMT. It's like, <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's like such a cliche at this point. Um, but. Uh, uh, list, make, make sure and listen to our other Patreon podcast, the Joe Rogan Experience Experience, yeah, yeah. experience uh, with Steve experience, and Joey, experience. yeah, <laughs> where we review every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. There's already so. a podcast for that, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we review the review. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Did they call it the Joe Rogan Experience? Experience? It's something like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like some. It, but they go over his wow, show. That's fucking crazy. And I think it has a lot of 
like it has a big following as mm, well. It's like the wrap up show for Joe exactly. Rogan. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, we're getting towards the end here again. I feel like I've been talking kind of a lot, but there hasn't there there wasn't that many like things in this episode. It was just a lot of like they were talking. They weren't talking about a lot of facts really. It was just like hey like. I don't know. I guess it is the same as every other. It's like, yeah. here's some examples of it, but at least they're kind of simple examples. They're not as so convoluted. Maybe because they're actual facts of things that happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not a bunch of like, let me convince you yeah. why this was right. How um, do you move this rock? Right. Uh, they talk about the United Nations even having an alien, alien ambassador. <laughs> <Them> dumb aliens. <laughs> uh, back in September 2010, the United Nations... Office of Outer Space Affairs uh, was created and created the uh, um, the role of an alien communication get person. What kind and a of bun- fucking job is that? Right. You do nothing all day. <laughs> and a bunch of alien communication protocols. Yeah. But then a few days later, as journalists got wind of this and tried to like get the story, story disappe- disappeared from uh, from the internet and public view in general. So they right. like fucking put it back under the rug. Childress chimes in and he says, "The United Nations claimed that." They would create a list of protocols for extraterrestrial contact, but uh, so far, they have not given those to us, to me anyway. Mm. I don't know where they are. <laughs> I've asked a lot. I write letters every day, just like to Santa. Just because protocols have not been announced doesn't mean they don't exist, and I believe these have already been established, and in fact, we are already in contact with extraterrestrials. So, uh, Nick Pope... Um, doesn't really agree with them, but he comments more on the United Nations. He says, the United Nations have said, do not come to us with questions like this until there's an international consensus. Well, (laughs) there is no international consensus on this. So it's like, I think he's just trying to say they're buying themselves time with their statement, the one statement they made. Um, Trailer Park Boys reference. Trevor, show us your long (laughs) (laughs) scooping alien arms. Uh, With his long fucking alien alien body. body. Yeah, yeah, was that the Green Bastard episode? Yeah, where they're wrestling. (laughs) Um, Travis Taylor uh, fits us in. (laughs) 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 Travis Taylor Uh, sucks us off. <laughs> or he gives uh, us one of his. It could be like lends one of his PhDs. Oh, there or we something. go. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, oh, Travis Taylor gives us gives clearance. Us clearance. Yes. There we go. Yes, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, now imagine if aliens came down and said, "Take me near to Leah, right? Well, who would that be? We wouldn't know. Now, what they would look at is who has the largest industrial machine on the planet, and I would say they would have to be the President of the United States, the President of Russia, and the President of China. They'd have to be there together. Um, Clotworthy then asks, like, uh, the fair question, we're talking about our protocols all the time, but if aliens really came down to Earth, whose protocols would be more important, ours or theirs? And it's like, that is a good point, because we can have all this prep we want for us, but as soon as you fucking see those aliens and you don't know how to talk to them or they're like communicating in, in a way. <laughs> Can't pet that alien. <laughs> no, they're sleeping <laughs> in the ship. They're hypersleep. <laughs> Can I pet that alien? Can I pet uh, that alien? <laughs> but yeah, if they like prime direct of us, it's right. like they're going to just fucking stonewall us, man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, bu- 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 no, bu- that was the app where Ricky was stealing. Oh, porch furniture. <laughs> Forgot they're going door to door. Um, Childers chimes in about that and he says we're really going to have to follow their lead as we interact with them and with other species as we go out into the sky um, we get a suit alert here a final suit alert and he finishes the show off and says 
are these two worlds compatible? I say yes. Because, which is like, you don't even know which alien it's right, going to be. Right, right. Because we come from out there. And it ends in a very specific example. He says, because in Native American culture, there were legends of 13. It's also, what does that mean? Which specific tribe? It, it's, that is literally like saying, in Asian culture, there's a legend that says this. It's like, you're dismissing dozens and dozens of separate Asian cultures, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, in Native American culture, there are legends of 13 inhabited worlds out there with Thor and the World Tree Idris. <laughs> no, uh, which actually they do believe is right, also right, right. <laughs> the same this thing cool as predicted in Rainbow Thor. Road. <laughs> <laughs> where carts and Italian yeah. men driving them <laughs> shoot mushrooms at each other. That's why. Uh, <laughs> and we are the youngest. We are called the planet of the children. And what does a child do? Suck his father. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, craves cock. <laughs> <laughs> they listen. They soak up the knowledge. And we'll see and learn that we've never been alone. It's like, okay, like, yeah. uh, like we're the ch- whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's also this weird excuse. We are, we are, <laughs> we are. It makes us... A youth of an age. I think it makes us feel, or makes them feel, like there's an excuse that we don't know the answers yet. Like, oh, no, it's fine. Right. We're the youngest. We're, We're not supposed to guy. yet, kind yeah. of thing. So, um, But anyway, yeah, it's it's like... They're not retarded. They're just slow. Right. <laughs> that was a very specific thing to bring up the last minute of the episode. Usually, they're much more general and mm-hmm. kind of talking about, they're going to return, and all of a sudden... Yeah. Um, or Clotworthy's trying to kind of half scare you, half give you hope, so yeah. you'll watch the next episode for answers. But you want a taste? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the next episode should be interesting. It's called Earth's Black Holes, <laughs> sponsored by Blacked.com and BlackRaw.com. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, with the most charming content. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, it's going to be business as usual. Uh, we're going to record Adventurous Ghosts this week for patreon.com slash aliens. so... Uh, check us out for five bucks a month or more, or you can check out a couple Patreon Peak episodes if you go back into our free podcast feed that you're listening to this show from. And there's various episodes of Probing Deeper and Adventurous Ghosts on there. Um, follow us on twitch.tv slash Aliens. Give us your Twitch Prime account from your Amazon Prime account. Give us some money. And uh, yes, subscribe to our show. Rate our show five stars where you can. Review our show wherever you can. Tell your friends about the show. Listen to Beer There, Drunk That, our other podcast on the same podcast feeds, Probing Ancient Aliens. And follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens, on Facebook and Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. Make sure and watch out for those Instagram stories to know when we're recording on twitch.tv slash Probing. And if you want to taste the gale, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, we're going to go get this bread out of the oven before it's too done because we're only a soft bread. No hot bread, no hot bread, soft bread, soft bread.